0: Hi. Hi. Welcome, everyone, to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. Now, you may recall yesterday's episode didn't turn out as pleasant as it was supposed to be. Well, that's because I cut the last segment short, and also a few of their segments were boring anyway. I don't know, um... But I came prepared for this episode today, and hopefully it'll turn out better, so we can just wait to see what happens. (laughs) But anyway, to start off this segment, I'm going to be talking about my life today, plus we'll give a brief weather report. We'll start off with the weather. And rather than looking it up on my website, because last time it wasn't even working, we're just going to go to weather.com and man up and get the weather from there. How about that? So, let's take a look at the hourly forecast, uh, once it could load. There we, go. there we go. Right now, starting at 7 a.m., it is 54 degrees and partly cloudy. Um, it feels like 54. The wind is less 2 miles per hour, so it's not really that windy, um. And then, um, later at lunchtime, it will be, um... Mostly sunny with 68 degrees, no precipitation, which means no rain whatsoever. And then later at 4 p.m. just before you get off work, it'll be sunny. 77 degrees, so yeah, kind of hot. But the hottest is at 4 p.m. obviously, but that's just about an hour before you get off work for the people who work 9 to 5, that is. Um, Let's take a look at the 10-day forecast. Okay, here we go. Um, Tuesday, which is today, by the way, 78 degrees. Some clouds this morning will give way to generally sunny skies for the afternoon. High 78 Fahrenheit. Winds north-northwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And then tonight, it's a few fasting clouds, low 52, winds west-northwest at 10 to 15 miles per hour. And that's um, today's and tonight's forecast. Um, On Wednesday, it's going to be 81, partly cloudy. And then Thursday, it'll be sunny, 85. And then Friday, it'll be 83 and sunny again. And yeah, that's your weather forecast, courtesy of the good old-fashioned weather channel and IBM business. But, um, yeah, um... <laughs> now, now, on to my life today. What am I going to be doing today, I wonder? Well, um... Let me tell you something I was doing last night. I was filming Pokemon X for the first time in a while. And I finally managed to make it to Kylan City. And there, and, and there is the Gym Leader Grant, who I believe is a rock type of um, Gym Leader. But I have to level Grant for a little bit. Um, I think the only water type I have in my party, as far as I'm concerned... I probably have another one, but the one I currently have my party is Azuril. Which I think is a level 18, I believe, at the moment, as of right now. Um, I had to shut off the game because um, I want to do more later today, if possible. But, um, yeah, um, yeah, um, also last night, I was also talking about, um, about how... I was hurt when Pokemon X came out in 2013 just for the free yes. Amazing how 10 years later I'm now officially playing it. It's kind of a change, really, but quite a bit of a historical moment that took forever to plead. And also David was explaining how this game called 7 Days to Die was um, released for the computer via um, digital platforms on like Steam and stuff like that. But if we're talking about, like, um, console versions like the Xbox, then that's a problem, because they said that we could release it for Alpha 21 of Seven Days to Die for the Xbox, but because that Microsoft wants to focus their efforts towards the new Xbox, the new Xbox, which is the... uh, I believe, a Series 1 X, I believe. Um, because, again, I, this is why I was saying I was heard about X and Y only coming out for the free ds It was a reference, it was an example of what David is talking about, because there's a new Xbox out that Alpha 21 will only be released on that one. This is what Microsoft is doing in a similar manner to what Nintendo did with Pokemon X and Y. Because, basically, they're exclusively releasing this game exclusively to Series 1 X. This is why I was using this example for Pokémon X and Y, exclusively for the 3DS. They released on an entirely different console, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people would have been butthurt like I was with X and Y. But you know what? That's just how life goes, I guess. now, David said that it would probably would be a lot easier to play it on the computer because, again, the computer tends to get the e- the more appropriate updates, and they're a lot faster and more stable. In fact, Mom was actually debating on playing the game on her computer up downstairs. She's finally admitted it could be a game that she could play. Yeah. And she said it was like $25 online or something like that. I don't know if she's talking about Steam or or if she's talking about a different digital platform like the Microsoft Store. Which in my honest opinion is not that bad, but I don't like how they force you to use a Microsoft account. But I mean it's bad enough they're making you use Microsoft accounts anyway, especially Windows 11. But again, that's just how life goes. Um, Gotta quit doing that. But, yeah, um, and also, I did not explain this, I mean, I did post it on our Instagram story last night, um, believe it or not, um, I just gained some commercials in while I'm talking, um, uh, while I was explaining on Instagram last night on the Tricky Fox Radio, official Instagram page is I actually printed out some copies of our poster at the um copy center here in town otherwise known as tips copy center and they were real nice the girl there's really nice initially I didn't know I had to pay um 150 extra for the um for the um copy for um printing the file off her computer but when I saw the sign I was like "Uh uh-oh so I needed to borrow some money from Aunt Lou to do that, to make up for it, but I did pay her back, though, which is good. And also during that O&A meeting, she's me, I don't know why I'm saying this, everyone, including Jennifer, did say, yep, you can't borrow from people. And I can see why, because technically that would be illegal. I don't know why they decided to make a law like that, but that's on the state, though. That's on the state of Oregon, guys, so I don't know what to say, um, but (laughs) But anyway, I'm right out of time, but yeah, coming up in the next segment, we're going to change things up a little bit, and we're going to do some music news. I'll probably just try to find some music news on a different website somewhere, we'll see what happens, I'll just do a little bit of digging on Google or whatever. But, yeah, um, you're listening to the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for um, for Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. I'm Jesse Hackinson. I hope this morning show will go better for you guys. I hope our stream won't get disconnected. It hasn't yet, but hopefully it'll stay that way for the next two hours. But, anyway, stay tuned. Coming up is music news. So, stay tuned. More of the Tricky Fox Radio. Morning Club will we'll be right back at 7.20. Don't go away. I'm Jesse Atkinson. We'll be right back right for this. That was Escape by Ray and 070 Shake, along with Players by Lay. Both of those songs were on Now59, by the way. Okay, can you, um... Uh yeah. Okay, you can hear me good. I just checked. Um, now we're going to change things up a little bit and read some music news. How about that? Um, let's read this story. Noah Cyrus reveals she's been engaged for a month, and we can see the stunning ring. Hey. Okay. Noah Cyrus is now finally engaged. Cyrus announced her engagement to fashion designer Pincus with an Instagram post on Monday, June 26th. That was yesterday, by the way. She revealed that she's been engaged for about a month already and included a snapshot of the stunning ring on the last slide. The greatest moment of my entire life was saying yes to spending the rest of ours together. Cyrus wrote in her Instagram caption, "This past month of being your fiance and being in our own little world of just two, of a, just us two, has been so perfect. And I wish I could never leave this time. I never thought I would ever meet a man like you or someone so selfless and filled with so much love to give. You're the least judgmental human I've been I've ever met. The most talented." The most loyal, the kindest person. I've never felt more loved or in love. I, know, I now know the feeling of forever not being long enough. I'm so excited to spend this life with you. Our life so far is a life I've never thought I deserved or would live. I never thought I'd be looking forward to living as much as I look forward to living with you. I'm so grateful for you. I don't know how I got so lucky. I would say yes to you every day for the rest of my life. I love you, pinks. I love you. I love you. I love you. you. (laughs) And there's some emojis there. For whatever reason. Then there's this Instagram post by Noah Cyrus, as mentioned earlier. Basically, it reads exactly what I said. And according to this, it has a hundred sixty-nine. has a little bit over hundred sixty-nine thousand likes. So, yeah, especially since Noah Cyrus has six point two million followers. Um, Cyrus, who publicly confirmed a relationship on TikTok earlier this year, stirred engagement speculation earlier this week. Posted a few photos that showed off the ring that prompted questions from excited commenters. Did you get engaged? I see that ring, girl. Oh my gosh, has he proposed? You use so on G, by the way, and and just a bunch of emojis. It basically says ring. It has the emoji I'm talking about has rings and eyes, means I think the equivalent of ring looker, to name a few. On her post on Monday, Pink's wrote in the comment, You want kids? He shared a post of his own on Monday afternoon. Again, on Instagram. Without specifying the captain that he and Cyrus are engaged. Though, she wrote in her own comments, Us, 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 us." (laughs) and for all of eternity. Basically, there's a post here by Pincus. Though he only has 20.1 grand followers, and also he's not verified like Noah Cyrus is, because Noah Cyrus has tons of followers. She has over 6 million, plus also her profile is verified. But Pincus is none of like that. But um, he did also posted a picture of him and um, Noah Cyrus. Now, I wonder, can we switch the wonder, slides, I wonder? Yes, 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 we can! So, I'm curious to see that, um, ring, though. I think it said it was on the last slide. There we go. That's her slot. that's the last um, picture here. And it basically shows the ring. And... It's kinda hard to explain what it looks like, but I'll go ahead and explain anyway, to my best content, um... It is, it is a ring it's basically around um, her um, ring finger there otherwise known as the middle finger which obviously we don't like talking about on something like this um, but anyway it is on her ring finger obviously cause it's a ring and um, supposedly it looks like it's made of silver maybe gold not gold but silver sterling and um, and, um, on the top on the side, it has a round center, um, and then there's, like, two, um, two, um oh, what, how do you describe it? describe it? I can't really describe can't it because again, because, again, it's hard to explain, hard to explain but, um, but, um, there's, like, um, two round, ed- there's, like, two little, like pieces little pieces in th- entered through it. It, it, like I said, it's kind of hard to explain, but you can read her see his posts on Instagram because Tricky Fox Radio is on Instagram again. Because remember, we told I told you in the last segment that um I did um share um those um posters I did, but that was a story. though. No, these were just pictures she posted on her profile, which we have done too, by the way. But um, but we posted a story more recently though, because it could get more um followers, but, yeah, um, and then there's more slides here by, um, Pincus. There's Pincus and Noah Cyrus. There's a video here, too, I believe, but I'm not gonna play anyway. Um, it's fine. Basically, Pincus is in, like, a outfit that looks similar to that of a Ninja, I don't know, but it looks really weird. um I know Osiris kind of looks like a mage, I would assume. Because she she's got like the hood all around her head, and her face is visible, but you can't really see the edges of her face um so she does kind of look like a magical mage, I would say, but anyway um. <laughs> I think that will do it for this segment. In the next segment, we're going to do the um, good old-fashioned food talk. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, June 27, 2023. I God, hope this show will go out a lot better than I suspected, but we'll see what happens. Anything is possible. You never, know. you never know but yeah, um, yeah, um, yeah but i think that will do it for that commercial uh, maybe i can put in some songs in and see what happens um, Might as well do that now while I can. Um, I can figure out where the one I want is at. There we go. Um, Well, actually, it should be at least free and free. Um, let's Let's change things up a little bit. might work. I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. Coming up in segment three is Food Talk. Of course, dot food.com What else? But Anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Coming up, Lizzie McAlpine and "Ceilings" and um, Jaded by Miley Cyrus. So stick around. Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club will be right back. Don't go away. That was jaded by Miley Cyrus. Before that was listing to Alpine ceilings. You already knew the rest. Food talk is on now. So let's take a look at the 31 top followers dates. How about that? Sweet and spicy grilled pork tenderloin. Grilled lamb chops. Let's take a look at that. And for some reason, they like to open up a new tab. Lamb chops for the barbecue or grill. A tasty marinade for lamb chops. Great for the barbecue or grill. Prep time doesn't include the time to marinate the chops, that is. well. Okay. It is ready in 20 minutes. It serves four. Ingredients is eight. I'll read them to you right now. One kilogram of lamb chop. Okay, I guess this guy must live in a different country. So you might have to convert these, possibly. um, One kilogram of lamb chop. but the rest seems to be measured in units in US. So I don't know what's up with that. But, um, one kilogram of lamb chop. That might be something else. I don't know. But it says one kg lamb chop. So I'm going to assume it means kilogram. But I very likely am wrong. Very likely. So, um, if anyone knows what kg lamb chop is, please let me know. But anyway, um, one fourth cup of ketchup. One teaspoon of lemon pepper, one fourth cup of lemon juice, one half teaspoon of dried rosemary leaves, one third cup of olive oil. It's one fourth cup of lemon juice. I don't know if I said one half, but um, yeah. Um, one small onion that's grated and one garlic clove that's crushed. All right. Here's the directions. Step one from excess fat from the lamb. Step two, combine lamb with all the ingredients, cover and refrigerate for several hours or overnight if possible. Step three, just before you serve them, drain the lamb from the marinade. Step four, grill or barbecue chops until they're tender. And there's a question here that says, Almost 1,000 calories for one serving. I highly doubt that, but, um. Yeah, um, uh, I don't know, Barbara. I don't know. I hope not. <laughs> but anyway, um. <laughs> what else we got here we can read? Um. Ooh, the ultimate strawberry shortcake. I made this one over the weekend and it was incredible. I doubled up on these strawberries and it was great. Let's take a look at that. How about that? The perfect summer dessert. Not your ordinary strawberry shortcake. It's ready in 20 minutes. Serves 12. And there's six ingredients. I'll read to them right now. These are in U.S. units, by the way. One quart of fresh strawberries, or more if you like, because after all, can't go wrong with more than just one quart. One and a half cup of sugar. Eight ounces of cream cheese. <laughs> or, that is softened. That is one cup of powdered sugar. One eight-ounce container of frozen whipped topping. In other words, like, um, whoop delay or or what was it called? Whipped or something like that. It's, yeah, it's, I I can't think of the name right now, but it's frozen whipped topping. One 14-ounce of angel food cake, and then you'll have to cut into cubes. I buy the cake already made. In other words, you want to buy the cake that's already made, if possible. And that's it for the ingredients. Um, Series so the directions. Step one, wash them and cut the strawberries in half. Step two, add sugar, toss and mix well. Step three, chill. <laughs> Step four, Beat the cream cheese and powdered sugar well. Step 5. Fold in whipped topping and cake cubes. Step 6. Spread cake into an ungreased 14 by 9 dish. Step 7. Cover and chill for at least 2 hours. Step 8. This is the last step, by the way. Cut the cake into squares and top with strawberries. Simple as that. But, um, yeah, um. Freshly whipped cream. Probably use frozen. I don't know. Um. Yeah, um. Using frozen whipped cream would probably be a good idea, man. Alright, here's the last recipe we'll read. Grilled ribeye. Asian enhanced and can be cut back if necessary. Submitted by Rita 1652. It is ready in thirty minutes. There is twelve ingredients. The ingredients are five pounds of boneless ribeye steaks, which I kinda like actually. I just don't get them that much now because they're, too, they're a little bit on the expensive side. It serves 20 by the way. Here's the ingredients. 5 pounds of boneless prime steaks as I mentioned earlier. 1 inch each. 1 lime, the juice of. 1 for a cup of honey. 1 and a half bell pepper. 1 half bell pepper. 5 ounces of sweet onions. 4 garlic cloves one teaspoon of grated ginger root one jalapeno that's seeded one a half teaspoon of sesame oil two teaspoons of soy sauce one tablespoon of wort of wort tester sauce and last but not least cilantro cilantro can't go wrong without cilantro <laughs> All right, anyway, here's the directions. Step one, place all but the meat in a blender and puree. Step two, place a large Ziploc bag, add meat and marinade for four to eight hours. Step three, remove from the marinade and place sauce in pot and bring to boil and simmer for five minutes. That's step three, by the way, now on to step four. Place one-inch steaks on grill over medium heat. Grill uncovered 15 minutes for medium rare doughness turning occasionally. But do not overcook it, though. Carve steaks into thin slices, or for the hungry man, let them eat steak. (laughs) Season with salt and pepper as desired, serving with sauce. And I believe that's all I'm going to read for the Father's Day Recipes, guys, because we're kind of running low on time now. And coming up in the next segment will be um, Pokemon News. What else? <laughs> and that might be a little bit more exciting. It depends on what Pokemon.com's website has released. So, yeah, um, we'll see about that. Um, but anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for um Tuesday. Tuesday. June 27, twenty twenty three. Thank all we haven't gotten cut off. There will be a time where the stream will get cut off, but right now I ain't the case. But yeah, um, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Um But yeah, um yeah um, but stay tuned. Pokemon News is coming up next in the second half, in the fourth segment of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. Thanks for listening. But this isn't the end, everyone. This isn't the end. we still got one hour to go. So stay tuned more of the Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club. We'll be right back. I'm Jesse Hackinson. You're listening to Tricky Fox Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back. All right, right. that was Bad Habit by Steve Lacey from the Pokemon X soundtrack. (laughs) And speaking of Pokemon, it is now time for Pokemon news. Ain't that a surprise? (laughs) All right, look toward the future of competitive play with Scarlet and Violet, they Evolve. This is about the Pokemon Train Card game, by the way. Okay. Oh, all right. This was posted yesterday. Finally, Pokemon TCG Scarlet Violet: How to Evolve Top Competitive Cards. Learn more about the cards that are evolving competitive play. The latest Pokemon TCG expansion. This was posted by a contributing writer, otherwise known as Ellis Longhurst. Yep. But anyway, um, advance your gameplay of cards in the Pokemon TCG. Scarlet and Violet Paladay Evolved Expansion. This set introduces powerful Pokemon, trainer, and energy cards that will take your deck to the next level. New Pokemon AX with awesome abilities promises to change the game by giving a boost to established archetypes or challenging them to take a step up. There are plenty of exciting new strategies to explore and develop now. Let's read on to find out which cards in the Pokemon TCG Scarlet Violet Pounder of Expansion will progress to the battlefield. Let's start off with Chinepo EX. There's no better Pokemon to break the ice than Chinepo EX. It's Pokemon's Hail Blade attack that's 60 damage for each water energy the player chooses to discard from it. By discarding 6 water energy, Shine Follow EX to knock out any Pokemon V or Pokemon EX in one hit. That's a lot of resources for one attack, you know, but players shouldn't have cold feet about discarding energy to Hail Blade. Scarlet and Violet Powder Evolve will finally reintroduce Superior Energy Retrieval. Which puts basic energy cards from the discard pile into your hand now. And the Super Rod. Which shuffles Pokemon basic energy cards from the discard pile into the deck as well. Shine Pal, AX might have gotten a Frosty reception if it weren't for a new Bex Calibur. It's super cold ability enables players to attach basic wires to their Pokemon as off they like during their turn. By using Chimepo's EX Shivery Chill ability, a Robust Straw Engine, and be- and Bexcalibur Super Cold, players should be taking a knockdown with Hail Blade turn after turn. That sure to send a chill down the spine of any opponent, you know. <laughs> Just in case Chine, Pal, EX needs even more backup, top trainers at the 2023 Taiwan Championships include a variety of underwater-type Pokémon on their decks, including Radiant Greninja, Starmie v. Origin Form Palkia v. Star, and even Kyogre. This is only the tip of the iceberg for what the Chine, Chine, Pal, EX, and Viscalibur combination can achieve. But please keep your eyes peeled for this partnership with the upcoming Pokemon TCG North American International Championships, which is coming up real soon, I think. Next up, February deck with Squawka Billy Don't let Squawkabilly Billy fly under your radar. This Pokemon has the ability to crow about. You know, players may use Squawk and Seize on their first turn of the game. ...to discard their hand and draw six cards. Having the capability to find the cards you need to set up your strategy at the start of the game... ...can mean the difference between victory and defeat. But you know what they say, the early bird catches the... ...win, While the early bird catches the worm, but you know what I mean, but in Pokemon Ref terms it's... ...the early bird catches the win. It's a reference to the every bird catches the world, you know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, um, Squawk and Seeds can be beneficial in many ways. In decks that rely on evolved Pokemon, this ability will help to find basic Pokemon or supporter cards like the new Clavel. It may even provide the crucial extra energy that Arceus V needs on the first turn of the game to start attacking as soon as possible. Lost box decks might find a space on the bench for Squawk Ability EX to keep digging for cards like Escape Rope, or the new Jet Energy to pivot Com- Comfy after Comfy to get the most out of Flower Selecting. You know, hey, Winnie, and longtime fans of the Pokemon TCG may notice a similarity between this ability and Zeta Change, the ability of Dedede, GX in the Pokemon TCG. Sun and Moon, Unbroken Bond suspension, which of course I remember very well. <laughs> the very important difference between these two abilities is that while Squawk and Seize must be used on their first on the first turn, the timing is otherwise ups the player, whereas the day the day change must be activated by playing the dead AGX from the hand to the bench. Now this means that Squawk and Seeds can be used if Squawkability EX starts the game already in play, or if it is put onto the bench by item cards like Battle of VIP Pass, or phonetically, Nesball. The Dead Age GX was definitely a popular choice for players competing at tournaments, and I can see why, even featuring the winning deck of the Masters Division at the twenty nineteen World Championships. Now, time will tell if Squawk Ability EX can soar at the same heights after all. Alright, I'm gonna read another one. I'll just read this one other Pokemon here. The rest are really just um, trainer and energy cards. Um, Ting Lu EX has cracked the code. Ting Lu EX is ready to lay claim to the battlefield. When his Pokemon is in the active spot, all the opponent's damaged Pokemon have no abilities. Except for Pokemon EX. Oh dear, that could cause a problem for many established and emerging archetypes. For example, Gardevoir EX decks would not be able to draw extra cards using Radiant Greninja's concealed cards. Sorry about that. Um, for example, um, Gardevoir EX decks would not be able to draw extra cards using Radiant Greninja's concealed cards or Curlia's pre and Chi and Pals EX couldn't even take advantage of that of Excalibur Super Cold on top of all that. But it is easy to find over Team Louie X, but this Pokémon needs to help to activate its Cursed Land ability as quickly as possible. Considering how Lucha's flying entry to put damage counters on the opponent's bench Pokémon, and Radiate Alakazam's Painful Spoons to move damage counters around as needed. In addition, Stadium cards like Gape Jaw Bog or the new Calamitous Snowy Mountain are passive ways to increase the number of damage counters on the opponent's Pokemon. Tinglu EX's Land Scoop attack also puts two damage counters on one of the opponent's bench Pokemon. However, this attack can be tricky to power up. Interpreted players may venture into using the Gutsy Pickaxe item card. To try to attach, at, attach extra energy to Tinglu X each turn. A more reliable method is Coreodon EX's Dino Cry ability. As long as there are fighting energy cards in the discard pile, that is. For those players who find that it is the only Pokemon B who prove to be an antler in their side, the Pokemon TCG Scarlet Violet, Paldea Evolve expansion. Offers a basic Pokemon with similar ability to Tinglu EX Spirit Tube. And those are just some of the exceptional cards you'll find in the new Pokemon TCG Scarlet and Violet Paldea Evolve extension. With over 190 new cards to collect, including 15 brand new Pokemon EX, there are plenty of other exciting combinations and strategies to explore. Are you ready to take your gameplay to the next level now? Visit Pokemon.com slash strategy to learn more. But anyway, um it is now eight ten AM. I really need to um take a commercial break right now. I don't really like doing that, but sometimes I just have to. But anyway, um and then again it is all just about eight eleven. But then again the song I just played was like four minutes at the least, so Yeah, that's kind of obvious. But anyway, stay tuned. Coming up in the next segment, we're going to have new movies out now. Plus, I'll talk about the movie we're going to see later tonight. So, don't go away. We'll be right back. Don't go away. That was Karma by Taylor Swift. Before that was Good Old Fashioned Mood by 24K Golden. Classic to this day. Despite how old it is. Not that old, but you know what I mean. Uh, anyway, it is now time for what's new. New movies out today. And I'm going to first start off the movie I'm going to be seeing with Lou today. Um, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, Raid PG-13. The origin story for Optimus Prime and how he became the leader of the Autobots. And introduces the Maximals, the Predacons, and the Terracons. It stars Anthony Ramos, Dominic Fishback, Toad Nguyen, can't pronounce that right. Peter Cullen, Ron Perelman, and Lauren Velez. Director is Steven Caple Junior and the runtime is two hours and seven minutes. And we're probably gonna see the seven ten PM showing apparently. Anyway, here's what other movies are playing, um, Pretty Awkward, starring Jennifer Lawrence. Well, actually, the movie is called, um, No Hard Feelings, but it is called, but it has the, um, on the top, Pretty Awkward, um, it stars Jennifer Lawrence from the good old Hunger Games. It is rated R, which means it is inappropriate for children under 17. You must be accompanied by a parent or guardian. It is also from the people who created Good Boys. It plays at 2.10 p.m., 4.35 p.m., 7 p.m., and 9.25 p.m. in Independence. For um, Transformers Rise of the Beast, it is 1.50 p.m., 4, 30 p.m. and 7.10, the one we're seeing, and 9.50 p.m. Up next, I know I've already said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. This movie was a really long one. It was like over two hours long, actually. Especially for it being the animated film. This is a two-part film, actually. There is um, two parts of this film. They left on a cliffhanger, like it or not. But it's called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. There will probably be another one called Beyond the Spider-Verse. This one's rated PG, parental guidance suggested, and it is playing at 12.30, 3.30, 6.20, 6.30, 9.20, and 9.30. So, yeah, still promoting it heavily, and I can see why. I remember there was one week where we didn't even get to see it at all. We just walked home, I guess, and, well, we didn't walk home. We just went home empty-handed, and, um, but the following week we did get to see it, though, which was good. A little bit too late, but, oh well. But anyway, up next, The Little Mermaid, playing at 1 p.m., 4 p.m., 7 p.m., and 9.55 p.m. Again, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. And that's the live-action version of the original Little Mermaid, released back in the 90s. This one's just live-action, as I mentioned earlier. Up next, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is playing at 12.25, 3.35, 6:45 6:45 and 9:55. Oh yeah, I should always update Firefox. <laughs> I don't know why it always seems to happen on my morning show. Firefox begs me to update around this time. <laughs> but anyway, I'll just read again. Guardians the Galaxy, Volume Three, rated PG-13, appropriate for children under 13. Playing at 12:25 p.m., 3:45 p.m. 6.45 p.m. and 9.55 p.m. Okay, good. Um, Alright, next up, the Super Mario Brothers movie, or PG, parental guidance suggested. There's only two show times for this movie. I'm still shocked it's still playing, though. But it's only been out for, like, maybe a month or two, so who knows. Um, but this one is playing at 1.50 p.m. and 4.05, so... Yeah, it's only really daytime showings for that movie, I guess. Um, really just for filler. There's another one called The Flash, which I think we might see instead. I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll think about it. 12.50 um, p.m., 3.50 p.m., 6.50 p.m., and 9.45 p.m. That's rated PG-13, appropriate for children under 13. And last but not least is Elemental. This is a Disney Pixar movie, by the way. In this case, it's animated, and it is playing at 12:45 p.m., 3:45 p.m., 6:45 p.m., and 9:45 p.m. And that that movie is rated PG, by the way. And here's some new movies that will be coming out later this year, and also later in the next month little mermaid it says little mermaid although that one's subtitled though actually so that would be great for people that don't understand um, English or or need or can't hear you know what I mean um, on June 29th thank God Indiana Jones and dial of destiny will finally be out and we might see that later in July actually. Also on June 29th is um, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. I don't know what that movie is about, but it looks like it might be an animated movie, actually. On June 30th will be Asteroid City. Yep, Asteroid City. Then on July 3rd will be Sound of Freedom. On July 6th will be Insidious, The Red Door. I should have heard of that other insidious movies, I believe. Then on July 6th will be Joyride. On July 9th will be Nausicaa in the Valley of the Wind. It's a 35th anniversary movie, and apparently it's categorized as VIP for some reason. That's interesting. It looks like an anime movie, though, from Japan. And that's on July 9th. On July 10th, there's another um, Studio Ghibli movie called Castle in the Sky. This is This is also a... Um, 35th Anniversary Edition as well, and this one's dubbed in English. And then there, on July 11th, there is the Sousa of the Valley of the Wind. This one's not labeled as VIP, but it is subtitled in English, though. And I think that one's not categorized as VIP, but yeah. And then on July 11th is Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. That's probably going to be the last Mission Impossible movie of a two-part series, apparently. And that's playing on July 11th. Um, Then after that, on July 20th, is Barbie. Which, in my opinion, is probably not going to be the best movie, but... I think the music might make up for it. In fact, we might play a song from Dua Lipa from Barbie during the commercial break. Before we go on to the final segment, which will be TMZ Celebrity News, by the way, on July 20th as well is Oppenheimer, August 5th, Princess of the Row, August 6th, Princess Motor Coke, um, Studio Ghibli, or, yeah, Studio Ghibli Fest 2023 subtitles, there's another Studio Ghibli Fest 2023, Proco Rosso, subtitled and probably a narrow one. Yep, The Wind Rises, the 10th anniversary subtitled. And then, um, pretty much a bunch of Studio Ghibli movies for the most part. Um, Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away, I think one of these might be, um, VIP releases, I don't know. Um, yeah, who knows. Um, but they look all like anime films. All by Studio Ghibli for the most part. But, um, yeah, coming up in the last segment, usually we do this, um, way earlier, but, um, I wanted to really change it up a little bit, and we're going to do it last instead, rather than just doing the boring final thoughts and local news and weather. we'll just do this one last. Um, we'll do TMZ Celebrity News at 8.40am, just because I don't, because I am pretty click at reading TMZ stories, so there you go, um, but anyway, you're listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for um, Tuesday, June 27, 2023. The final segment will be TMZ Celebrity News. So stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Don't go away. <laughs> you ain't nothing but a... But yeah, um, that was Dojo Cat Vegas on Now58. And before that was um, the car, Hell and back. Now, it's time for TMZ Slurven News for the final segment of the day. Let's kick things off with TMZ Sports. Vanessa Bryant wins big and co-body armor lawsuit. Wow. wow. <coughs> Exclusive, body armor. Vanessa Bryant was victorious in a lawsuit over one of the biggest investments co Bryant ever made. And, in the process of winning... She exposed some pretty awful racially charged smack talk as well. <laughs> the background: Co plunked down six million back in 2013 for a 10 percent interest in the sports drink company, Body Armor. Several years later, the company sold to Coca-Cola for a whopping 5.6 billion dollars. Cobb's investment reportedly netted him $400 million. In 2019, six months before Cob was killed in a tragic helicopter accident, the president of Kobe Incorporated, Molly Carter, claimed that Kobe promised her 2% of his cut. Cobb called BS on her, saying he never made such a promise. Molly sued and Vanessa picked up the mantle and not only defended the case, she filed her own counterclaim, alleging that Molly violated a duty of loyalty and non disparagement clause in her appointment contract by trash talking Cobe and his family. As for the alleged trash talking, Vanessa claimed she referred to Cove as an as an asshole, a douche nugget. And a dickwad. She says Molly called her the effing devil, bitch, and psycho, even mocking Vanessa's newborn as having Botox lips. Wow. Vanessa says while Molly was working for the company, she was permitted to travel to an NBA All-Star game, and on the jet she groused, there were a lot of fancy-ass black people on the plane. The case eventually went to arbitration, and Vanessa prevailed on both the lawsuit and her counterclaim and was awarded more than $1.5 million in attorney's fees. Cove's legal team has just filed docs obtained by TMZ, asking an Orange County Superior Court judge to ratify the arbitration award. Okay? Trina, not pregnant, but despite the BT rumors though, and this is another TMZ exclusive, rapper Trina is not pregnant, TMZ has learned, despite some serious fan speculation after her recent performance at the BET Awards. I see why am I, Trina took the stage over the weekend on her 50 years of hip-hop with Trick Daddy at the big awards show. However, her performance set fans into a debate whenever or not, she's in fact pregnant. pregnant. Typical Trina. Trina. A rep for Trina tells TMZ, though, she is not pregnant despite fan speculation following her performance at the BDT Awards. Just like any other woman, her weight fluctuates. She is asking for fans to, to just move on from this, okay? Trina's debunked pregnancy rumors before, having to shoot down theories back in 2021 after the VT Hip Hop Awards, and she's spoken out about her struggles with her weight in the past. But it looks like people are assuming yet again. There's a picture here with some tweets that says, Tuda said every time Trina pop out, people always think she's pregnant, and she's been saying for years, she struggles with trying to convince and just gaining weight. And Keone said... I'm tired of y'all. Keep saying Trina pregnant. She told y'all one time she's just thick. Some of Trina's fans came to her support, though. Bashing headers for rapidly jumping onto the pregnancy boat, though. Oh, well. Now on to Adele. Trash is Tom Sandoval. What's he doing again, I wonder? <laughs> Rolling in the pump. <laughs> Adele is just like the rest of us, piling onto to Tom Sandoval with her Vegas audience, even though she's kind of just figuring out the backstory for tent details as she goes. That singer was look, was back to bantering with the crowd Monday, only this time she wasn't talking subs. She was going on about Vanderpump Rules. Suspiciously, Adele wanted to know who the guy that cheated was, and what exactly he does for a living—that is—it is a fair question. Folks who don't even watch the show, but who might have heard about the drama regardless, have probably been asking that same thing. Adele got some answers from ticket holders as well. Well, sorta. People were all at helpful pain in painting a clear picture, unfortunately. Adele pointed one fellow in the audience, and he simply burned out, He's trashed! He, she jokingly agreed, <laughs> but clearly wanted her question answered, and he told her Tom's a server who's trying to be a singer now. Well, that's not entirely accurate, but I guess Adele seems satisfied, I guess. And for those unfamiliar, Tom is a local restaurant business owner in L.A., who mingles with the Vanderpump staff as a bartender? He's been part of the cast since pretty much the beginning, and yes, he is indeed in a band, and he does in fact sing. Well, Adele didn't seem privy to any of that info. She certainly heard about him pulling a fast one on his longtime girlfriend, a Ronnie Maddox, Maddox, by hooking up with her best friend and fellow castmate, Raquel Levett which blew up into his face earlier this year, which we were talking about one time, after we broke the news on the affair, which, oh, come on, there you go, back in March of 2023. Isn't that interesting? Now, as we reported, there's been a lot of mudslinging in the aftermath, but now, Bravo's ready to do it all over again. Only problem is they haven't signed Rachel for the new season just yet, as she remains at her mental health facility they're starting production on Wednesday. Obviously, they're going to want her back. But time will tell if she does indeed ink a deal. But it'll also be interesting to see if the scanned oval has actual legs. This thing's starting to feel fully squeezed, and there might be some fatigue. Tom's down to right back, though. The guy signed on to come back, so despite the figurative beating he's taken these past few months, it seems that paycheck's going to be worth it now. Alright, so yeah, um, I think that will do it for this show, guys. Um, I got about a minute and a half, well, less than a minute and a half, at the most a minute. But um, I'm going to go ahead and conclude it here, guys. So thank you, everyone, for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club for Tuesday, June 27, 2023. I agree. This show turned out a lot better, actually. I did promise you this show would turned out better and I made a deal and it turned out to be better so there you go Um, (laughs) but anyway that's it guys thanks for listening everyone let me just go ahead and queue up some stuff here alright I think that might work for now let me see if I can add some music here um Uh, uh That's not how this works. By Charlie Poof will be coming up. Followed by uh Rima and Selena Gomez. I um if I can find it that is, there it is. Um But yeah, the close out of the show will be Charlie Poof and Rima and Selena Gomez. So if that's not how this works and calm down respectfully. But thanks for listening to Tricky Fox Radio Morning Club, everyone. I'm Jesse Atkinson. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye, everyone.